Bienvenida amiga, you are listening to the Chingona Living Podcast with Anabel Quintanilla, el lugar donde aprenderás lo que necesitas para tu salud, vida y más. Health, life and emotional wellness is what I teach as a certified transformational coach and your life is about to get super amazing. Gracias por estar aquí amiga, let's get started. Welcome. I am your friend and women's empowerment coach, Annabelle Quintanilla. Today, we're going to talk about the problem of gratitude. I bet you didn't think that there was a problem, and indeed there is. We're going to, do- we're going to dive into that in just a little bit. First, I want to walk us through why gratitude is such a wonderful practice to have. We know that when we focus on something, that thing expands. So the more that we walk through life appreciating what we do possess in our life, appreciating the good people in our life, appreciating the opportunities that are available for us, then those good things, those good people, and those good opportunities are going to continue to increase because that which you focus on, focus on expands. However, here's where gratitude goes completely wrong. When you are using the practice of gratitude to not look at the source of a discomfort or not look at the things that you want to change or that you wish were different in your life, you're doing yourself a disservice. And let me give you a couple of examples, okay? So we could totally say... um, oh, you know, I haven't been feeling all that well lately. I haven't been feeling all that well. And we could slap a gratitude label on our health and say, but at least I'm alive. At least I'm not dead yet. At least I'm not as sick as so-and-so-and-so-and-so. I'm grateful that I'm still alive. I'm grateful that I'm not as sick as so-and-so-and-so-and-so. We slap a gratitude label on it. And we ignore that little inner voice that was saying, maybe you need to go to the doctor. Maybe you need to take a look at your health habits. Maybe you need to incorporate some more exercise. Then there are people in our life whom, and if you know me, you know that I don't like to call them toxic people because there's no such thing as toxic anything, right? It's our thoughts about this that are toxic. toxic. So There are people in our life that we rather not associate with. Every time we see them, if we have to share a meal together or if we have to be in the same room together, we we pick up on their funky energy and we start letting off funky energy of our own and we don't really know what that's about. And let's just say that this person is a coworker, okay? This person is a coworker and every time that you're put on a project together, You're like, man, I just wish I didn't have to work with that person, but I'm grateful to have a job. At least I have a job. I can pay my bills. I can pay my rent or my mortgage. I can pay for my car. I have food on the table. I'm grateful to at least have a job. And you ignore what that little inner voice of you is saying, hey, you know, that person might be letting off a bad vibe because you and her, you and he have some unresolved issues that you need to get to the bottom of, right? Maybe there's an opportunity to to truly work better together, 
but you won't sit down with one another outside of work to figure out what that could be, what needs to be aired out, what needs to be released, what needs to be amended, what needs to be fixed. You won't even give yourself that opportunity, but you're grateful to have a job. Let's talk family for a little bit, okay? Because I hear this a lot from my clients. I hear it a lot from my family members, honestly, right? Like, oh gosh, you know, so-and-so's at it again. So-and-so's at it again. You know, I have a lot of clients who come to me to complain about their mom. They're like, you know, every time we see each other, when are you going to get married? Or when are you going to have kids? Or when are you going to get a better job? Or when are you going to dump that loser boyfriend or girlfriend, right? When are you going to get rid of that car and buy yourself a new car? It's every single time, Annabelle, every single time. Holidays are coming. Oh, I have to see he or she for the holidays. That's going to be torture. However, I'm grateful to have a mom. I, they'll actually tell me this. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sitting here complaining to you about my mother. You don't even have your mother. So I'm so sorry. I'm grateful to at least have a mom. Okay. <laughs> or I'm grateful to have a relationship with my father. Your relationship with your father isn't all that great, right? Or I'm grateful to have a brother. Or I'm grateful to have a sister. Or I'm grateful to be loved. Or I'm grateful to be, you know, part of this wealthy family. Or I'm grateful. Or I'm grateful and I'm grateful. And you're ignoring that little inner voice that says it's time to create some boundaries with your mom. It's time to, it's time to say, mom, I don't want to talk about my job. I don't want to talk about my love life. I don't want to talk about my personal finances. I'm here to enjoy some quality time with you. And this is what I would love quality time to look like. Maybe we watch a movie together. Maybe we enjoy dinner. Maybe we talk about the past. Maybe we plan our next trip together. I don't want to talk about these certain things. And the moment that you do, I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk away. Or I'm going to say goodbye and I'm going to hang up the phone. Or I'm just not going to come visit you anymore. We ignore that message that is so vital for us. It's an opportunity for us to grow because we are so uncomfortable. And because we don't want to feel the discomfort, we slap a gratitude sticker on it because, hey, at least I have my mother. At least I have a job. At least I have a boyfriend. Eh, we don't get along all that great. Or at least I have a girlfriend. We don't get along all that great. But, you know, I've had worse relationships. There's potential here. It's distracting. Gratitude, when used incorrectly, is very distracting. It keeps you from looking at the things that are causing you discomfort, which are opportunities for improvement in your life which are opportunities to step into some more power, to step into some more peace. And we say no to all of that because, well, at least we're grateful. So what I want you to walk away with is I want you to have a gratitude practice and I want it to be genuine. How wonderful for you to wake up in the morning and say how great it is to take this breath. Thank you so much for these wonderful eyes. I am excited about getting into my car, listening to a good book or some good music or a good podcast and getting to work and, and doing my best. I'm grateful for all of that. That's a nice gratitude practice to have. And I also want you to include those moments of discomfort in your gratitude practice that sound like, 
I'm really grateful for the awareness that I have right now that this does not feel good. I'm grateful for the awareness of discomfort. I'm, where, I'm, I'm grateful for the awareness that there's a difference in our values and that there's an opportunity to create some improvement here. I'm grateful for these messages that say something's off and we need to look at it. We need to do something about it. You can incorporate gratitude even when talking about the discomfort if you choose to see it as an opportunity. And here's where it all comes back to the thoughts that you have in your head. Whether you're like having to spend Thanksgiving dinner with family members that you rather not hang out with or having to share a project with a coworker that you wish you weren't sharing that project with, right? Whatever it is, having a courageous conversation with somebody that you love, whatever it is, instead of, you know, focusing on that situation causing you the uncomfortable emotions that you're experiencing, whether it's stress or anxiousness or nervousness or whatever, and those emotions are causing a series of physical sensations in your body, instead of putting the blame on the situation, oh, well, of course I feel this way. It's because I have to, you know, go to Thanksgiving dinner at her house. Or of course I feel this way. My mom's going to ask me again about my boyfriend or kids or a car or whatever. Of course I feel that way. You're putting, you're, you're giving all your power away to this external situation, which really has no control over how you choose to feel because it is the thought that you have about the situation. It is the thought that says Thanksgiving is going to be miserable for me that is causing you to feel miserable. It is the thought that you're having that says, oh, I have to work with this person again. And honestly, I can't even talk to her. I can't even talk to him. That person gives me a really bad vibe that's causing you those bad vibes. Instead, I want you to think it's Thanksgiving. It's an opportunity for us to embrace one another. I don't have to be there for longer than I want to. I can enjoy a meal and be totally calm and be totally safe within me. You could choose to think about work. This is an opportunity for me to get very creative. This is an opportunity for me to express some of the thoughts that I've had about so-and-so-and-so-and-so or this and that, if it's a thing that you're working on. So I want you to look at the thought that you're having because right now slapping the label of gratitude over it is keeping you from looking at the thoughts. And you are choosing to believe that it is the situation that is causing you this series of uncomfortable emotions when that is not the case at all. That is not the case. So remember that in the basic thought loop, we teach that there is a situation and it is the thought that we have about the situation that causes us to have emotions. Those emotions, you need to look at the source. What are you thinking? What are those sentences in your head that you are telling yourself about this thing? That's where your discomfort is coming from. So take a look at discomfort as an opportunity to change things, to do something different. And I know that I'm like, oh, look at how simple it is to do this. In, in reality, it really is that simple, but the process isn't easy. You have to be very intentional about what it is that you're trying to create. If you're trying to create a peaceful Thanksgiving experience for yourself and your family, then you have to look the thought that you're having and change that thought and maybe even be courageous and bold enough, honest enough to tell somebody, you know, I kind of been dreading this experience. And I didn't know why until I looked at the thought. And this is the stuff that I've been thinking about. 
Do you have some input for me? Do you have some insight? There's something that we can do together. There is always an opportunity. You have to look for it. There is always a lesson. You have to assume that there's a lesson there. Always, always, always. And whatever your mind believes to be true, that's the kind of evidence that you're going to pick up. That's exactly what it's going to give you. More proof of this thing that you've seen for yourself, that you've envisioned for yourself. So I hope that this has landed for you beautifully. I can't wait to hear what it inspires in you. If you like what you hear, then of course, check out my website, healthandviva.com. There's a lot of cool stuff happening all the time. Free masterclasses on how to get unstuck and live a chingona badass life. Um, this program is also coming in Spanish. We've got the Women's Coaching Club. There is so much that we can do to help you get your mindset straight, girlfriend. So I love you. I'm signing out. I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. If you like what you heard, please visit my site at chingonaliving.com. That's where you're going to find so much more amazingness and so much more that I get to share with you. Hasta la próxima, amiga. Go and be the chingona that you were born to be. Thank you.